Well, hello, and welcome to Movie Night Autopsy, a show where we celebrate family, friends, and film. I am one of your hosts, Azure Kelly. I'm Sam. And I am one of your hosts, Charles Sanders. And, and we're here. We're here. Uh, you know, this show is about positive things. It's about celebrating. It's about friends. We always have potable beverages on hand at all times. And today, we are enjoying, yeah, we are enjoying uh, a new, a new, well, relatively new. This came out like probably, what, like six months ago, eight it's months ago. It's been five years, man. Are you serious? Yeah. Are you serious? Okay, wait. Side note. Before we even get into this movie, here's just a side note. A shout out to New Belgium. Look, you guys have been great in the beginning of of the whole like, uh, you know, uh, IPA wave and just, you know, microbreweries in general. But you guys have gone off the handle. This I am guy sorry. doesn't know what he's talking uh, about. No, 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 no. <laughs> No, you no, get, no, this is a good beer, but no, like, no, they got started with Fat Tire, like, over on no, the I'm West Coast. No, I'm talking about what they've been and, doing recently. They have a new beer, like, every week. It's always, like, a new version of Ranger, too. Oh, yeah, it's there's like, a... It's, oh, like, they, Citrus they 11 that Hops Ranger. Ranger. That's why we're not afraid to bring Voodoo Ranger on the show, because we have at least... By the way, we are we are drinking Voodoo Ranger Classic right now. That's just... That's the, the, the OG. The straight up. They're about... Several different variations. We will. It's seven percent, is what it is. Yeah, we're gonna get there. But you know, we're here. We're together. Oh man, we've been there. We've been there ever since. So Jesus Christ. But uh, you know, life is good right now. Life is good. Just uh, drinking beer and watching movies. But you know what uh, movie doesn't make you feel good about life? It, that, that's what I'm saying. Has though. has anyone calmed down at at all? Not just calmed down, but calmed down at all. Like had any notches down on the calmness meter from Sorry to Bother You. Dear God, Sorry to Bother You. Dear God, that I movie. I will never calm down from Sorry to Bother You. And I feel like I've said that before, but it's especially true right now. It's especially true. I This will make more sense later when we talk about the reactions spoilers. of what happened to us. So many spoilers. As we, yes, yeah, so many spoilers, but you'll understand how hard it is for me to calm down from this movie. We can't talk about this movie without talking about spoilers no, oh no it's, it's a movie of spoilers and by the way we we normally have spoilers we say that every time you shouldn't usually watch these unless you're totally okay with it but for this movie damn that's there might like be a, two or three that we didn't but we were real new at the time yeah but yeah. It's, it's it's all good this fresh one fresh face podcasters this, fresh face fresh face and one microphone yelling yelling over each other just i don't like now oh yeah we're we're, we're semi-professional now <laughs> anyhow <laughs> sorry to bother you Recent movie, we really are. Are you saying that as the name of the movie, or you're apologizing to the audience? It's gonna right be now. confusing. There's gonna be a little. <laughs> there's gonna be because a little bit of one. Oh, the audience an apology. We were rambling. Oh but, god! Yeah, this Thank movie. God for John. <laughs> oh yeah. By the way, our lovely sound engineer is John Sidwell. Shout out oh, to yes. John. John just was nice enough to start recording us and make us sound better. And uh, John, I want to thank you for all of us uh, for doing this because it just makes. Mm-hmm. Our podcast better and our job's a little bit easier. So big shout out to John, everybody. I'm big I'm drinking to a John. toast to John right now. John, toast to John. So sorry to bother you. How are we getting into this, boys? Are we going to start okay, the so plot synopsis, or we're going to go well, into? Let's just go let's, through the plot real well, let's, quick. Let's start with the movie that they sold us. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Can I actually start this part of the discussion? Because here's here's a good way to preface this movie. A lot, of, several people have asked me about it because I'm pretty hyped about. It. After I saw it, I was like, people need to see this movie. Like, and it's done it's done better than expected. I don't know what the 
official numbers are, but I, I know that they I it has exceeded it expectations. It's not a runaway hit. No, like I'm pretty sure Moonlight made more money than it did, but it still made more money than it needed to. Yeah, well, so that's that was in. Uh, but what's the director's name again? Boot. Boots uh, Riley, Riley from Boots. the Coup, the the group the Coup, which is really they're really good. I, I haven't heard a lot of them. Are they like? I mean, like uh, I know they're, they're like nineties, right? It's a nineties hip hop. Um, it's a nineties hip hop. It's um, it's uh, it's West Coast, but it's like Northern California. A lot of groove. It actually kind of sounds a little bit like garage rock with like some hip hop thrown in in certain tracks. I've oh, listened to all cool. of it, but it's really it's 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 fun. To me, it's like fun party music that makes a point that everyone it's, needs to know about. It's, it's made about. It's made just under fifteen million. Just, just and throwing much, that out there. So it probably only cost a couple mil because it's, it's not like it's a I can't, cast oh man, of like, unknowns. Like I don't, I don't know what. I'll look up what the budget is, but I can't imagine. Like, they, like seriously, I can't imagine. Anywho, we uh, uh, it's it's done pretty well. It's a pretty recent film. Uh, some people have been asking me about it. Like, what is it about? And this is what I've been saying. This is and let me explain. How do you answer that let question? Me, all right, I'm going to tell you how I answered it, and let me explain why I said what I said because there was a very particular reason. People are asking me, and I say this. I say, okay, it's first thing I say is it's hard to tell you what this movie is about, but it's basically a movie about working in telemarketing, and that's what I tell people. Well, before. that's the movie they sell you exactly because before we get into and this the movie, trailers to sell you a, a, the the trailers to sell you of like this movie they like it's it's defined like i walked in there thinking all right great so this is about a guy who's not white who's trying to make his way through the, the working class system and he discovers from someone else who's older and wiser and also not white that the key to doing this is to harnessing your white voice and using that to get get ahead and you know just FYI they are in a telemarketing center so he uses the white voice to make sales exactly and so and if you know that if you that's all you know about this movie the first thor- 30 30 to 40 minutes of this movie i think will pretty much be right in line well, with it, what it you're sets, thinking it sets that up and yeah. i'd say for about yeah. the first hour it really mm-hmm. like digs into that you see stuff like in the second half of that first hour where like you know because he gets that promotion again you know spoilers man like come on but he, he gets that promotion and he gets to move upstairs but it's yeah, and it's it's and uh, shit gets cray cray. And you might be thinking, okay, this movie is made with a little bit of an artistic flair. Like sometimes he when it's he calls very people, surrealistic. he like drops through the ceiling into the room where the caller is. Like it there's a lot of how much he's invading their space. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's a movie where a lot of what's actually happening to the characters is supposed to like just be. Um, reflecting how people feel in real life situations and that's if it was just a movie sold on the absurdity of telemarketing i'd be fine with that but and, the movie goes what, beyond that's that which sold. was so surprising that's what they sold that is what they sold. You gotta sell a movie and that's a good way to sell a movie oh if they if they included what this movie turns into in the mm-hmm. trailers no one would have gone no to see like, it. i don't know what that is but we're getting ahead of ourselves okay yeah, yeah we're gonna get there so but i feel like this is a good to me that's the best answer i came up with because we all went to that movie kind of thinking that because we just seen the the trailers yeah. we all went and, saw and we it. were excited we oh, were very excited oh, yeah. i was sold that movie that they sold us the hype was huge like lots of people were saying you should see this movie it did, so, it did good in festivals the yeah. early release had like really strong reviews going for it and i highly recommend that you see this movie only thinking it's about telemarketing because it takes a hard turn somewhere i mean it is it, it remains it doesn't go off the it stays true to what the plot is doing he's in telemarketing and he's doing it but it becomes it, a much bigger movie it goes crazy off the rails but you believe it oh and it is 
the, oh, the world that it creates is a world where this can happen. So I'm going to come out swinging. It's a... Uh, it's what? It's like uh, the beginning of August, the 9th, I but, think. By, by the way, it's uh, $3.2 million. That's what the movie's made for. Oh. Just, but just by the way, 3.2. And it made, and it made, and it made just 15. under 15. Yeah, and it's just started too. So yeah. I hope, man, I hope, I wish. You know it's going to bank on like download and Blu-ray oh, sales. I'm, I'm, oh, when oh, yeah. it comes out on Blu-ray, I'll pick I it up. I will buy it. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, that's one, that's one that I want. Like like that that movie got done playing and I was just like, is it playing again tonight? Like I'm about to go buy another ticket. It's, yeah. It's, I want to see that again. Oh, man. Fantastic movie. Anyhow, we and yeah, so you go in watching that, and the 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 first half of the movie, just the telemarketing part, makes some really good points about both kind of. Um, uh, it's a the, it's a satire on capitalism for yeah, one thing. Capitalism and also comments on race, kind of comments on race. Two different ways that meet up in the same so, point. social class. So yeah, which by the way, have you guys ever worked in telemarketing? I've worked in customer service over the phone. It's not quite the same, but it's in the same field, and I get where he's coming from with a lot of it. Back in I, high school, I worked like a week at a place just because they would hire you in high school, and like I just was like, nope, I can't do this. I uh, gotcha. Oh, can't do it. What were you selling? I don't even remember. Uh, it's probably for the best. Yeah, I was I was like sixteen. Oh, dude. Do you guys ever get calls from your university asking for money? <laughs> yeah, those idiots. They think I have money to give them. Oh man, <laughs> I don't have any money. I gave it all to you. I I I still I still owe you money. You're asking me to give you money outside of what I owe you. <laughs> yeah, and this the, this movie talks about that kind of shit. I used to be one of those people who would call people and ask them to give money to the university. So right away, oh, a man. lot of people can relate to kind of that surface it's a good level. Thing you already have your white place down. Yeah, also, exactly. Well, also, you know. here's the deal: in this modern day and age, phone fault, phone falls, phone falls, phone calls are awkward anyway because everyone texts. Oh yeah, nobody so wants to talk on the wants phone to anymore. Call. So just even making a regular phone. I've known you guys since high school. I'm nervous calling you sometimes depending on the time of day. Just because I hope I'm not bothering them and I hope I have all the shit I'm going to say laid out perfectly fine and I better get it off the phone before it gets ridiculous. That was a lot. That was a lot of information, but yeah. but it's accurate. It's accurate. Phone calls are awkward. We don't talk on the phone. I have a lot I want to say about this movie, so I'm just going to go ahead and barrel into the crazy part of the plot. Basically, as it progresses, our protagonist, brilliantly played by Lakeith, what, what's the, Lakeith Staffield? Am from I, Atlanta. I'm not saying that right. Lakeith Stanfield from Atlanta. He is my, um, oh God, he's my favorite character in Atlanta. He's great. Oh, he's he's so good. Yeah, he's he's one of the guys, he, he's the guy that gets picked up in yeah. the neighborhood in the, in the opening scene. He has scene. a fantastic role, fantastic scene, I mean, later on in the movie, Get Out, yeah. His line names the movie. It's so, also, so good. Also, uh, starring opposite of him is Tessa Thompson from uh, Thor Ragnarok. She yeah. plays Valkyrie. She does a fantastic, oh, she was Valkyrie, yeah, she was Valkyrie. in Ragnarok? She was Valkyrie. Oh my God. Uh, Terry Drews has a nice little cameo for a couple of scenes uh, as the uncle. Yeah, yeah. And wait, uh, yes, yeah, yes, yeah Terry yes, Crews is in it as the uncle. Um, there are t uh, David Cross and Patton Oswalt are voice actors, right? Uh, David Cross does the voice acting for the white voice for Lakeith Stanfield. That's another one of those like absurdist, like surrealistic things that it does. It's not only that Lakeith Stanfield's character, uh, Cassius, uh, he goes by Cash. It's not just that he finds a way to really master his white voice. But Boots Riley made the decision to have white actors overdub for whenever he's using that. And David Cross is the one who overdubs for, for Lakeith Stanfield. It was so awesome. Brilliant, brilliant voice acting. And doesn't Patton Oswalt do one, or am I remembering Patton, that wrong? Patton Oswalt. Like, I only there, saw there's it a, once. There's, there's a character that comes along. He, uh, Cash meets this character after he gets the promotion. 
and goes up to the to the next floor where they're like handling the real money like they're they're handling that like like they're 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 hinting towards that for the entire first part of the movie that's his goal he wants to get so good at this that he gets that promotion to go and deal with the real money and that character who we never learn his name because it's always censored every time he says it that's right there's a character oh my god i forgot about that yeah. is this the previous super caller that he's aspiring oh, to imitate patch. yeah the guy with the eye patch yeah. and like he says his name a few times and they bleep over mr his blank name. yeah mr blank yeah because that's what that's what he's known because you mr. never blank. you never get to know his name mr Pat- blank Patton oswald is the guy you hear for most of his dialogue because he's always using his white voice i was looking at this today if you actually look through a lot of the voice actors um they're just kind of c- celebrities pe- peppered in to kind of add to that idea, uh, like what you were saying, but I found this out. Um, Later in the movie, Tessa Thompson's character gets a job at the call center, and her white voice is played by Lily James of uh, Baby Driver fame and The Darkest Hour, the British actress. Oh, is she, uh, is Deborah? Yeah. That's funny. That Deborah, yeah. I think her name's Deborah. Yeah, that Deborah. That's Lily James. Yeah, she does the white voice for Tessa Thompson. By the way, I didn't finish this point earlier, but I think by now this is a good time to say this. Come out swinging. Uh, this is my like movie of the year so far, Damn. which is saying something because it's been, it's, a been a, it's been a good movie. I mean, it's, it's been a good year for movies. It's been a good been movie a good for years. Um, no, this is uh, no. I, well, I he like, has been trying to get this made since like oh four. Like, yeah, yeah, this guy is a tale of tenacity. The like, director, like this is this is his this is his Deadpool. Like yeah, this like is, for Ryan Reynolds. He he went to film school and then he got famous doing music. Poor him. Only only and only <laughs> he created this IP. Ryan yeah. Reynolds just kind of hopped on the coattails of a character. Um, but um, hey, I love the Deadpool movies. That's true. I'm not talking shit. Anyway, I'm just saying this what happened. Anyhow, um, this is a. Uh, fantastic movie. Anyhow, he he becomes. I'm going to jump ahead. He becomes a super caller. He, he becomes the elite person in his job. And because his, Danny Glover, the wise old, too old for this shit, uh, caller. He's the one who tells him to use his white voice. By the way, mm-hmm. fascinating. I wish we should just talk about this now. The white voice, by the way, is not simple. It's not just the fact that it's being played by a white character. Danny Glover, his character, the old timer, actually explains it. He's like, "This isn't just a white voice. This is the voice of someone who's not worried about the future." The great, the line he says oh, is yeah. like, "You've never been fired. You've only been laid off." You know, yeah. like that's oh, like it is such a good explanation of what the white voice is. You're not you gotta, worried you about gotta, the you future. You gotta talk to him like you like like your bills are paid. Exactly. Yeah, like you don't need them. Yeah. Oh, and, and for and for Cash and his uncle Terry Crews, that is not the case. Terry yeah. Crews is a uh, very very much yeah. worried about losing his because house. Cash lives in his garage, and Cash lives Liz- in Terry Crews, his uncle's garage. Yeah, his garage, and and he's always hitting, he's like, dude, like even if you can't pay rent, it doesn't matter. I'm behind on the mortgage. We're probably gonna lose the house, and that's what makes Cash. Besides, just he's not doing anything in his life. Go out and get a job in telemarketing. Exactly. Plot. 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 By the way, He's 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 got a buddy who who works at the at the place yes, and he's like right. yeah like I'll bring you in. No backtracking. The 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 movie opens with him in the interview and he has a bunch of sports trophies or speech trophies. Yeah, well, well, he has a he has a trophy that he brings with him and he <laughs> embellished the hell out of his resume. Because you know how you go for a job interview and you bring a trophy, especially in telemarketing. Especially in telemarketing. Well, you know, I mean, he he's a person who isn't white who's trying to get a job and he's talking to this guy who is white and you know he. 
and he brings all the accolades of institutions along with him. It's like yeah. if it's like if like like I, he's trying his damnedest to get the job, and and props to him for that. He has to sell himself. He has to sell himself. But it also reminds me, like, imagine if like your mom planned your oh, job that's interview. So fucking brutal. Like, like if your mom planned your job interview, make make sure that summer you tell them that you did that. I'm like, mom, it's not really pertaining to the job. Like, that's not really how it works. But your it's mom's still like, still an accomplishment. It is an accomplishment. That's true. Um. That's a great scene, but the the guy who's it hiring is, them oh, call, calls him out like immediately. He's like, I he he coincidentally is from the area that Cash is claiming to have won the trophy from, and the guy just coincidentally like knows, knows somebody he's at this yeah. company that yeah. he put down as a former job, and he's like, they've never heard of you, but he doesn't give a shit. I don't give no. a fuck. I just need people who can take calls. Yeah, and and I think he was Are impressed. You gonna be here on time every day. Yeah, that's and he said follow the script. But he was also impressed that the guy took the initiative to forge the shit in yeah. the first place. And he said that also proves to, to me that, trouble. that also proves to me you can read, you know, which is a compliment, so but also really condescending, uh, yeah. right? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. so you can that read was, the script. That was a line that your script, read it. It, it cuts through, it cuts through so hard. Yeah, have you guys ever taken a job interview where the person assumed you couldn't read? Because no. I have not. No. I have not taken no. one. That's what I'm saying. This movie, like I said, it's like movie of the year so far for me. Like, we'll see if I see something else. I don't know that I can say movie of the year, but like... What else would take it? I mean, there's... That's a whole other conversation. Black Panther came out. uh, Infinity War came out. Those Those are both great movies. Hard-hitting superhero movies that are really good. Black Landsman's out this week. Haven't seen it yet. Haven't seen it. That could be... That's that's a whole other conversation. It looks great. Anyhow, other conversation. So, we haven't even gotten into when the plot has gotten crazy. We need to... We need to get... All right, so he's a super caller. Meanwhile, he is dating. Uh, the, her name is Detroit in the movie, yeah. but uh, what's the actress? Tessa, Tessa, Thompson. Tessa Thompson. And she's an artist. And by the way, we will talk about the controversy around God, her character. She's a good goddamn artist. In a little bit, I feel like we should get over the the kind yeah, of the I've plot. Heard, I heard about this, but it's I'm kind of I'm kind of let's new talk to about it. it. So let's let a little later. bit. We'll she's, talk about it a little bit. She's kind of like like she's kind of like the living embodiment of the satirical aspects of They Live. Like she's she's standing on the street corner twirling a sign with an arrow that just mm-hmm. says like buy like, stuff buy yeah buy stuff spend money and she's just doing it to make the statement yeah like the obey like it's yeah. very heavily influenced by that kind of by that kind of approach and <laughs> she's an artist because she does well, that's, uh, that's exhibition what that is. yeah like, like it's that's that's that is art that yeah. what she's doing on the street corner she, is art she wears giant earrings too that say things like a die or fight I Let's, can't remember let me go back to this for a second so when she's standing on the street corner. Flinging that arrow, that arrow of stuff, um, pointing yeah, to store. Yeah, with the condescending uh, phrases and everything. I didn't realize it was condescending phrases. I thought they picked her up from work. And no, I was just no, like, I'm, everybody's got to no, work at this I'm world. Pretty sure yeah, she's I thought it was work. That is but crazy. It's not advertising anything specifically. It's like it's calling out capitalism. But the movies, okay. yeah. I just assume because the by the uh, when you see her, the movies already showed you some pretty crazy shit. I should have saw this movie twice. She, yeah, know, right? we all need yeah, to see this should, movie twice. We saw this twice. Yeah, caveat, um, we've only seen it once, but like we... I blame we the studio for not releasing it on Blu-ray yet, because they would already have my money. But anyways... <laughs> Do you not want my money, studio? Which studio was it? Doesn't so matter. So he's, he's dating her, and here's... I guess an, they want my money later. The first, <laughs> the first big plot point we're going to bring up, which is an interesting um, kind of a, a conflict within the main character, is uh, he starts succeeding 
very uh, very much so at his telemarketing job and he becomes a super caller he is dating this mm-hmm. girl named Detroit who is a part of a movement kind of a revo- uh, quasi revolutionary movement she, before... is, she is balls deep into her ideals yeah and and she's more like think modern revolution so think more protesting and more people against kind of the uh, economic situation of the day you know um, inequality and stuff like that she's she is balls deep in that and she runs with people who are balls deep in it including what's his name Glenn from The Walking Dead yes uh, his, his name in the in the Steven, movie Stephen Wynn his name is Stephen Yen plays a character named Squeeze now Squeeze now here's the deal this is not giving too much away of the plot but a guy named Squeeze in a movie never plays the good guy <laughs> so just think about that it doesn't make sense he's he's like he's Stan Phil's character's uh, friend from work, he he, and he starts to like he they have like an understanding, and then he moves in on his woman. That's true. He does do that throughout the movie. But then it's like, but then that's why like you can't they, trust a man named Squeeze. And they, and, but 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 here's the thing, but they hook up. Damn you, Squeeze! Damn you, Squeeze! I should have known not to trust you. But they oh, hook man, up. Squeeze. But they hook up, and then like a couple scenes later, she goes back to Cash, and they just never mention it again. Like it's just like, oh yeah, well you know. I yeah. have a good point. Maybe it's well, we time need to get there in the plot, though. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about this when we talk about the controversy because that's a good point Sam just brought up about the fact that she uh, has kind of an affair with um, Squeeze and then just goes casually back to cash, um, which is an important casually point. Let's cash. let's put a pin in that, and we're going to come back to that. Anyhow, let's hold get on, in. Hold on, I can't go past this. Sam, did you just sing what I thought you were saying? Casually back to cash. Casually back to cash. All right. We're gonna casually s- back to cash. <laughs> oh, yeah. Casually back to cash. We're not doing a podcast. <laughs> All right, uh, so this movie is fantastic, and you should see it. Cash Green. So we um, Cash. Wait, wait hold on, hold on. Cash Green. Hold on. That's the, the name of the main name. The name character is Cash. Uh, this is just not hitting me. The name of the main character is Cash, Cash Green. Green. Dude, yeah. Boots Riley. Boots Riley does not believe in subtlety. No props to Boots Good Riley. Good for him. By the way, too many I, people hold back now in filmmaking. He needs to go he, for oh, it. Oh, this movie does. This it. movie does not hold back. And by the, this is a good time. I, I we need to say this now. Lots of some of you who are fans of this movie already know this, but Boots Riley. This, by the way, this is a this is a tale of uh, persistence because this movie. He thought of this fifteen years ago, over fifteen years ago. That's what we were he, saying. He had yeah. this idea for this movie, and he was like, "I'm gonna. This He's is the movie I want to make. I'm gonna like make this movie." But most yeah. people read the script. And probably they probably know, got to the part that we haven't talked about well, yeah, yet. Yeah, and we're just like, <laughs> we're just no, like, nope, we're not nope. making this movie. No, nope. we were, we were I, buying this until then. I need to, I need to make money off of this. Um, that's what they were thinking, <laughs> and they said, no, you get out the door. I can't say Who I are wouldn't. We selling this to? Uh, like, yeah, exactly. Would you have said something different? Like, it's like you, you know, wrote a script. In order to never sell it, never make money. But dude, uh, uh, old he did not. Give up. He no, kept going back and made. pushing this movie and pushing this movie and pushing this movie. And man, it was worth it. It was this amazing. Is a fucking amazing movie. We should get to the part that makes everyone <laughs> think that makes everyone go. So he is, so Cash is a power caller. Cash so is a power, a, a power caller. He's, he's working under Mr. Blank. And he's taking on all these like big clients, and they're still sticking with the like he calls uh, he calls some like hotshot Japanese businessman 
who is seriously on the John whenever he calls him. And he, like, gets transported right into the bathroom, and he's, like, looking him right in the face. Yeah. Like, that's the kind of shit that he's doing. But here's the thing. At this point, he's not trying to just, like, I, fr- I don't even remember what he, what they're selling in the, in the lower, what they the make lo- a the lower big, floor. Uh, it's probably just, like, some cheap subscription service or whatever, something cheap thing that works but they make a point that the the when like you move Re- up regal the ladder, view is the company yeah regal view is the company they make the point when you move up the ladder you sell nicer things yeah but then it turns out that the nicer things that you're selling is literally like slave labor slave labor yes because there's this company in the movie called worry free and you capitalize for it slave labor yes it's basically advertises itself as this uh this company is just like, listen, we Sign can take your care life of, away. We could take care of all your problems. You and don't have we to worry got about it. food. You don't want to have to worry about lodging. We'll take care of everything. We'll, you we'll just give you always a bed. work. We'll for give us. you three squares. You'll do some work. Okay, horse people. Uh, there, cats out of the bag. So are we jumping straight to the horse people? That's where this is all going, man. There's other but, stuff but, in the movie. But, but seriously, Cash is selling like horse hordes. people. Hordes, uh, hordes, hordes of. of slave labor, of regular people type people to start off with. That's what, like, whenever he's talking to that Japanese businessman, yeah, that's, that's what he's right. doing. He's selling slave labor. That's what worry free is. Like, imagine mm-hmm. if Google monetized slave labor and then they like gave a big press conference and had Army Hammer, the fucking Lone Ranger, come out and give a big speech about how great this is and how efficient everything's going to be. I just want to take this time to personally thank the company Google for allowing our podcast to be on Google Play. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you to our uh, to our friends at Apple for allowing us to be on iTunes. Uh, we would never and insinuate that their companies would. Their companies. Uh, you know, I personally <laughs> welcome our new ants overlords. <laughs> <laughs> But but that's the, I didn't that's vote the for implication. No. I voted for Kodos. <laughs> I that's the that's the implication that they're making party. is you know like that's who Army Hammer is. He's like that yeah. charismatic you know like uh, uh, Tesla, Elon mm-hmm. Musk, Steve Jobs kind of character. He's like yeah, but he's a businessman and he's the he's the CEO of this company Worry Free and they throw this huge but he's party. Charismatic. He's, he's charismatic. He's likable and he's good looking and he's got money. And he's got so much money. But, and he's he has fun with his money, and he wants to have friends, so he has these big parties, and he, he wants to be friends with people. And they want to impress him because he's like the biggest client they have. He, they got right. a schmooze, and he likes schmoozing. And he loves to schmooze. So the, the, the conflict, you might as well face it, you're addicted to schmooze. So the conflict that is brooding right now. Right now. <laughs> yep, too bad I'm the only one who has We are one. hatless. Okay, uh, so the conflict that is brooding right now is between um, kind of... Detroit and Squeeze and their crew, which is anti everything that well, yeah they're, 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 they're doing. organizing like legit like protests, protests and rallies, on strikes, walkouts, like 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 cease like slowdowns, cease works. Meanwhile, Cassius is rocketing to the top of this company, and he is enjoying all of yes. the atru- what it would his job. He's got stuff and money. People are paying attention to him. He's getting more recognition oh, than he's ever gotten. Oh man! Whenever that, all this stuff gets upgraded, that so was such a good like, sequence. Let's talk about that sequence. It's like the ten minutes. It's like the end of Act One, end of Act Two of him getting money, like real money. Like it's that thing of like so it's him and Detroit in the in the, the garage apartment, and then 
all his stuff turns into nicer, newer stuff, but it mm-hmm. doesn't. And it looks like like you ever had a pop up book as a kid? Yeah, like the old the thing splits in half, and the new thing it's, comes up above it. So the set is and like then a the old pop-up thing, just kind of Infinity them. Wars out of the scene. Yes, there's dust everywhere. We have to clean it up. Ha- there's half pe- now, but there is like newer stuff, and the and this is where Boots shows his talent uh, technically as a filmmaker. He does fantastic. Uh, transitional shots in between the, the stuff a lot of that, them were really strong yeah yeah the stuff cash has and the stuff cash got like that, they show that sequence was so good it's so good like they show cat and this is just and a, a lot of the shots look really good it's a good looking movie in this sequence there's a shot that i love and it's just a cool film school nerd shot where he gets in his crappy car and then they cut to a close-up of him through the windshield but then they pan back to reveal a new car a very new car a very new car Looking so slick and it's amazing it's amazing looking car and, and the he goes and picks and up valkyrie in it yeah and it's just this great and, and it's great it's perfect because and glenn but like with the face is just like mm, glenn with a wish face. i could be hitting that <laughs> But this transition, and it's smart to have it, another film nerd thing. It's smart to have this much of a transition r- represented the beginning of a second act, because that's if you want to you want to get a map out and oh, draw yeah, some shit yeah. on the board. This yeah. is the second act. Our, our our protagonist has now officially gotten to the next stage of this story. Like Boots Riley might as well come out on camera and say, second act, act two, act two, and then yeah. walk out. And, yeah, because yeah. here because here's the thing: as good as that stuff was. It was very clear that this is the first time Boots Riley has directed a, a motion picture. Yeah, it's got that stuff of a lot of beginning filmmakers where it's stuff that like they've been gestating on for like 10 mm-hmm. years and there's a lot of cool tricks and everything. Like there's a couple of scenes where it's like it holds on the last thing that happens just a little bit too long. And I don't yeah. know if they're like buying time or what, but like it just like it holds on like I think there's a scene where people are like laughing at a joke. Mm-hmm. And it just does the thing where it like holds on them laughing at a joke, or maybe they were like applauding at something. But it just it just holds on for a little bit too long for you. Yeah, like about yeah. like if you you can cut this by fifteen seconds and you're good. Fifteen second laugh. Yeah, that's a long time in a movie. Um, yeah, but like, I'm super impressed. But I get it. I can if you told me this was somebody's first movie, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Well, from a production side, yes. Now I want to get into. I'm gonna just speed through and get to the part i already spoiled oh by the way the tension is building up Uh, this is by the way this is the time detroit has an affair with squeeze because there is a tearing in the ideals detroit is clearly still in her like we need to fight against this corporate power that is abusing people Mm -hmm. who who can't fight for themselves and um cash is stuck in a place where he's like well i'm succeeding more than i've ever had i'm doing better than i ever had he'd be a fool to walk away why would i walk away but if uh, now I support you in solidarity is what he's saying, but he's also yeah. like, I got to hustle. And not only I got to make my money. He's, he's working more. He's physically not. With yeah. Her. He's, he's not with her as much. That's mm-hmm. another thing that so leads they split to the affair. Up, but actually. they have such a nice apartment. Well, I'm going to jump nice ahead. Apartment. I'm going to jump a point ahead to the part of, I, I already spoiled. So at some point, this is where the movie just like fucking Whoa. goes dust till dawn Whoa, or cash. matrix on your ass. <laughs> like this is oh, yeah. when the movie is dust like, this is when the, no, I got to get, I just got to get this off my chest. Cash goes wandering into a facility. I've only seen, 
seen it once. Well, I can't remember why let's, he's there. Let's at least set up what happened before he walks into that hallway. He goes to a big schmoozing party with Army Hammer. Yeah, the, 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 first, big, the big guy who's in charge of it's everything. It's the first time he's been invited to that. He's the guy who's in charge of, what was it, like 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 Worry Free? Is that the name yeah, of the big company? Yeah, Worry Free. Corporation? Worry Worry Free. That's the he's, slave company. He's yeah. the owner and the CEO, like just like the BL end all of this company, Worry Free. By the way, the first boss from the IT crowd is kind of like an over-exaggerated version of this character, I thought. Like, <laughs> you know I do. You, yeah, you know like, I if do. you tone down that guy a sure? little bit, that is the, sure? what's his name, Army sure? Hammer? Army Hammer. Yeah, he's, that, he's that the, is. He's, he's the guy that played <laughs> the Lone Ranger in the Lone Ranger movie. He, fun fact, if I can be that nerd who does fun man, facts. Man, I like Army Hammer. Fun fact, when George, 10 years ago, when George Miller was going to make a Justice League movie, Army Hammer was going to be Batman. That could have potentially been good. That could have been good. I, I want to read that script. I've heard about it. It sounds yeah. fantastic. Anyhow, he I mean, goes, to this, he goes to this smooth fest with schmooze all fest. the yeah. all the big players. And Army Hammer's character. Um, let me see if I can look up what his character's name uh, is. Staff, I believe his name. Uh, yeah, I'm trying Steve to remember. Lift. Lift. Okay, Steve, Steve Lift. Which is, which <laughs> is Lift. definitely Lift. It's, it's one of those kinds of names. In you your know, face, sure. not subtle. <laughs> like, like, like for, yeah. for sure. So, so Army Hammer Steve Lift invites Cash to this party because it's it's such a it, it's you know like a, a big formal affair like but but we're also we're also we're gonna party like it's 1999, and so he so he goes naturally he wants to he wants to show face yeah. in front of the guy who controls literally everything, so he goes to that party and the guy likes him. And oh yeah, Steve he likes Lift him. Loves because him. he is selling product, man. He's yeah. doing a good job. He's like he likes this dude. And not only do I like you as a person, but also you're black. I can use that. Like literally, that's a plot point. Yeah, yeah. that comes up later. Yep. That that's a plot point. At one point, like like uh, Steve Lift puts him in front of all of the white guests and says, "Yeah, just like, bust out a freestyle real quick." Oh man, that scene oh, is my heavy. Oh, oh my god! Quick freestyle. Oh my like, god! And his character can't rap. Yeah, he can't rap at all. Yeah. So what does he do? He just throws out the, the N word over and over oh, again. Over and over and, again. And by the way, by the way, the audience is Loves repeating what he's saying. Into it. No, they're they're not and, just getting into it. It's call and it response. Back. It's call and response. So he would he would literally say like. Da da shit, da da shit, da 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 shit, and they would repeat it. Da da da, and at that point, we are not going there. At that point, because we are not going there. At that point, in Asher Kelly's mind, I was like, "Well, now we're just at a Kanye West concert. I don't know what the fuck's going on here." Like, I'm sorry, but you know, just a bunch of white people getting excuses. Man, let's be let's be honest for a second. That beat was way better than anything. Let's not get to throw in that much shade. <laughs> oh man! Anyhow, All the shade. So it, it is Florida. It's clear they've set up this dynamic. He goes to this party. He kind of has that level of disillusionment that he's struggling with because he still recognizes I'm doing well, and he's like I because he goes oh, yeah, for he's it. He's got money. He, when he doesn't realize he can rap. It is Cassius's decision that he realizes if I say these words and kind of exploit the situation I'm in, these people are going to fucking love it. Exploit himself. He exploit himself. He, exploited he exploits himself. himself, and he does it willingly. Now, after this scene, black exploitation. The things we do for wealth. After this scene, he goes wandering. He gets called. He why, gets, why is he no, wandering? No, he, How he does gets, he get in this? He scene? gets called into Army Hammer's office. Steve Lift says, "Hey, come on, man. I want to. I want to talk to you one on one." We're having a private party, so he like makes him a drink and has a line and throws yeah. down a line they've been doing coke this entire time there's a lot of coke yeah. a whole they're, lot all, of they're all successful like, business people like more they're like like more cocaine than the fox disney deal that's ridiculous and he he does the line of coke he drinks his drink 
And then he's just like, hey, hold on real quick. Before we continue this conversation, I got to go to the bathroom. Oh, my God. I'm getting so excited. And Steve Lift is like, all right. All right. Oh. It's, well, you, know, you go down the hall and it's your know, third door on the left or something that's like that. That's how he ends up. Okay, that's so, how he ends up. That's so, how the movie quickly and I changes. I swear to God, we all went and saw this. We all went and saw this together. And and I remember sitting in the theater and he walks into the room and it, when he walks into like it, like it just looks like a like a like a public showers, like 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 a like a gym shower area. Yeah, like an industrial. Like. There's pipes and yeah. there's like weird. Yeah. It's like this With weird shower stalls and then like some bathrooms and sinks and, and uh so he so he walks through that and i swear to god i remember looking towards you guys and it's being like did he just walk into a different movie you said that so loud i'm pretty sure everyone in the theater heard you and by like, god he sure did and he walked yeah, into, he a, different walked into a, different a totally different movie. movie by this point the movie's like you thought it's like this is a goofy comedy about telemarketing and it teaches you stuff and, and it, like, really okay hits, it, you, it really hits it really hits the points on the nose very yeah. hard but i'm i'm enjoying it because like it goes like the surrealistic absurdist yeah. approach if the to movie it. had ended right before this and I'm like, well, I wish the movie would have had an ending, but I enjoyed my time. Yeah, it, it would have been like yeah. the Doctor Strange love of capitalism. But no, he just like, like he just like walked into Saw on Acid is what he just walked into because uh, a horse person pops out from underneath one of the showers. A, a horse, horse person. Horse person. You're hearing that. You're hearing a that right. Horse person. This not like, a horse, not a person. A horse, a horse person. person. Like like a, a pain. A, a because they're a horse person. Fell out of the shower. Uh, uh, just uh, just all ten foot of him. I'm not doing good, man. No, Nude I'm not feeling good. Falls man. on the shower, says, and, and, "Please help me." Yeah, he's crying in pain. Reminds me of Alien. Because Reminds it, me of someone oh, like from aliens, fucking Alien. Like alien Four, I think. No, when, no, like no, just any Alien movie where they're like, "Kill me." You know how that's like a a, a, a trope from the Alien movie? Like someone's like, "Just kill me." Like that horse man was like, "I'm in help pain. Me. Help me." Yeah, because that that's what that horse person wanted. He that horse person wanted to this die. This is what the he movie. Shows you you're not watching the same movie anymore. This yeah. is the I refer to this the this from is where this, done this is the from this Dustal is the Dust till dawn from moment. Dawn moment. Yeah. I've I've showed that movie to people, not telling them what that movie's about, and then they think it they're watching off it. like a heist movie. It's a heist movie with a caper uh, with, with a couple like, brothers with hostages hostages. It's a, a getaway. Caper. It's a whole thing. Halfway through the movie, you're watching it, it vampires. Gets like, it gets existential and philosophical while they're in the camper on the way to Mexico. Yeah. And then they get to Mexico and it's a vampire movie. Yeah, it's a vampire movie. And you just like, like watch spoilers for another movie. Who hasn't seen From Dust Till Dawn, honestly? Seriously, fuck you. Sorry. I mean, no, we love you. Bad people. We love you. And we want you to be here, but like you should have you right. should have seen From Dust Till Dawn. Your yes. mama should have told you you, you should have seen From Dust Till Dawn. This podcast and now listen to everything else that we've done. You and gotta then go. go watch. You gotta from go Dust watch From Dust Till Dawn. Get the, the fuck out of here. Over again because it makes our analytics look good. Yeah. It does. So horse he, he has walked into the horse people part of the movie. So he is that. So we enter a new a new stage of the movie where we're now freaked out because there is a now new horror like, element thrown in. What the hell? In. Okay, so 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 somebody's got to throw out some exposition for that. Yeah, yeah. So like like this is a point in the movie theater where everyone just kind of starts looking at each other and we're wondering what the hell's going on. Because none of us can believe that there's horse people. That, uh, uh, but, uh. But, but luckily, he freaks the hell out and runs back into Steve Lift's office. Yeah. And he's like, like there's... Did you there's, see the horse people? There's horse people. Yes, I don't know sir. if you know this, but there's horse people. Yeah. He's like, oh, here's the thing. You went into the wrong room, but 
I mean, that saves me like the reveal of the horse people part of what I was yeah. going to talk to you about. Yeah, I'm selling. Not only am up. I selling slaves in the traditional sense of the word with normal people, I am genetically modifying them so I'm they're gonna, more efficient yeah. slaves. I'm going to turn them into horse people so we can work uh, them harder, sir, and then we can sell the slaves sir, for more. Sir, I believe the proper term, according to Steve Lift, is equisapien. Equisapien. Yeah, that's that sounds right. They do it. So his plan is to take the people that he has for worry-free, which are essentially slaves. They've already s- signed their right away, their life away, and experiment on them to become horse people. By giving them a powdery substance that they crush up, and then it is snorted by the subject. Yes. And Cash has already done coke with this guy like 20 minutes ago. Cash has just done coke with this guy. Or he thought it was he coke. Thought the it guy was coke. tries to say, no, man, you're fine. No, it's and in the moment, the guy's just like, dude, no, that was coke. I, it was I really good get, shit, and it was He's was like, coke. I wouldn't give it. you that shit without telling you. He so says that specifically. I'm he's not like, a monster. I'm not. Yeah, but sure. <laughs> but he really, <laughs> um, no, he but you're really, turning people into horse people. Oh, he really you. tries to, to pitch horse the idea of... People. And by the way, the, uh, the no no the the CG effect or whatever the hell they did was brilliant. It was Look grotesque. Good. Look good. Kind of looked like someone was kind of just born because they kind of always look wet. They have a yeah. weird yes, wet feeling to them, and it's it's un it, you don't feel comfortable ever seeing no. the horse people. No. It's like oh. you were already kind of uncomfortable, but it was funny enough that you could like laugh at the stuff. Now it's just like. I don't know how to feel about this. It's not yeah. funny anymore. Yeah. That's when the movie becomes decidedly not so, funny for a second. So Lyft tries really hard to sell Cash on the idea of becoming a horse person. Yep. Because he's like, like look, max, my, max five years, then I'll give you the antidote, and you're going to be so fucking rich. Not only that, he's like, I'll give you like $100 million a year or something like that. He's like... Yeah, he's, he's going to be so good goddamn rich like, by the we, end of it. We've perfected the formula for horse people. They are basically better than humans. So when Lyft talks to him and he tries to sell him on the idea of making a bunch of money and being a horse cock, he's also like, listen, I need my man on the inside. I need a Martin Luther King, but one we can control. And this is where it gets into like conspiracy theory territories of the idea of the revolutionary fighting against the system is actually placed there by the system to control the revolution because they know there's going to be blowback. However, they can control it. And you see, you, you hear random conspiracy theories about this, but you see this in other certain movies that do with this kind of crazy thing. Like the, 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 like, like that's when you know that the, the mad genius is too smart is when he, he has contingencies to not only get what he wants and find a way that he can genetically make what he wants. But at the same time, he knows how to counteract all the problems that exist. Not only is he like, dude, hundred million dollars, Horse cock will control the revolution. Like that's that's I, crazy when he goes down I that kinda, tangent. I kind of want to hit you with your tin foil hat, but there were some good points. Well, he in does there too. make that point though. But there were some good points. In he there does too. make that point of like no, be no, the revolution. I mean, yeah, yeah, control. yeah. He he clearly states his intent to control the revolution. It's a fake revolution, which is crazy. And he would be the he would be the Martin Luther King of the. Equisarians, what since, is it? Equisapiens. Equisapiens. Like, since we've already spent a lot of time talking about this, I want to just go ahead and say, after this scene, just speeding through, Cash is reviled by what he's seen with the horse people, 
and he goes on kind of a, uh, a PR campaign, kind of trying to uncover the truth of the horse people. He goes on oh, this yeah. whole, he's on all the news shows, he's on late night well, shows. Well, to do he's talking, that, but to do that, he goes on to an incredibly humiliating reality <laughs> show. That show. I don't remember, but it it's like it's, shit. It's, I got kicked in the balls. It's, or something. it's, it's very it's very idiocracy it's because so that's, idiocracy. that is from idiocracy. Yeah, ouch oh, my right. ouch my balls is idiocracy. Ouch my balls is idiocracy. But it's the same kind of concept. Yeah, it's, it's just like, like like let's fuck you up on TV so people can laugh and people will laugh at you. Yeah. And like he did that just so that at the end of it he could say what his message was. Yeah, well he has that and video. And people on his phone. recognized. Well, yeah, exactly. That yeah. was that was what his that's that's what his uh, his evidence was. Yeah, he played the video from his phone. Yeah. And and but but that was it. He had to go through all that. He literally had to dive through shit. Whenever like he sends that message out, he's he's literally covered in shit. Yep, covered. Oh, yeah, in that's, that's right. That's right. That's right. Show because like, it was ridiculous. That's what he was doing. Yeah, and that that launches his PR campaign against the horse people. Oh, oh by which, the way, by the way, it's called it's called I got the shit kicked out of me. I got the shit kicked out of me. I got the shit kicked out of me. So he goes on this PR, and he goes on uh, he goes on many other yeah. shows. Like I said, like he goes on new shows, late night shows, kind of like thing. But uh, one of the uh, one of the points that the movie brings home is that within like a few moments of like, by the way, a lot of the, this movie's pacing varies a lot because what I'm describing right now ha- happens within like a couple of minutes. Well, like they show the whole breadth of his yeah, PR we're, campaign. We're, the, the first like hour and 20 minutes, I feel like it's paced very well. I'm not saying it's not really paced naturally. badly, but I'm saying this movie has a very, it will, some scenes will progress very yeah, slowly goes, and there'll be a lot of quick. development and then it will blast through some narrative well, very it quickly. Does, it shows you some talking heads with cash, talking to news organizations. You get the point. And then it goes from that to Lyft is hailed as a groundbreaking genius who's well, uh, revolutionized and, the labor force. And it, yeah. it hammers the point. I think even Cash, I think even Cash says this. Um, it hammers the point that he's like, man, I've been going around telling, but no one seems to care. Like I'm yep, taking yeah. this message to everyone and no one seems to care, which was super relevant for anything that's well, happened in the last couple of years. His buddy says, oh, listen, you presented a so problem. Fast. His buddy said, you presented a problem without a solution. People don't know what to do about it, mm. which is super but, relevant. But this is the catalyst that makes mm. Cash want to go back to fight with the revolution and try to like tip it over the breaking point. That's what it was. Like he goes back, he he makes he makes amends with with squeeze, and by that I mean they just don't talk about him fucking his girlfriend. Uh, that's a form of amends, I guess. All right, this they is just a, don't talk about right, it. I, I am but ready. He, he rejoins the fight. He he's back on the line. He's on the picket lines. Yeah, I'm ready. By the way, I'm ready. We're gonna talk about this controversy. This is a new controversy. This came that out has like to do today. With this movie. Right? this is like today. Like yeah. Boots, Boots so, Riley responded. What, what happened? happened? No, okay, so basically, Boots Riley was what, what being. Tell me. Okay, now I'm speaking as devil advocate, so this is not Asher speaking right now. Basically, Boots Riley was being called out for the character of Detroit failing what's the name of the test the uh birder test the, yeah something like that the it's test. it's the test that like of what what is the female character does is she in love it, there's this like the criteria and get the hell out of here mm, i love the detroit character she yeah no so okay that's let point. me this she is my point so i'm playing yeah. devil's advocate i'm not asher kelly i'm just repeating the controversy of what happened um basically 
people were getting on his case because this character failed the test. They were saying, oh, you're just using her kind of as like a, a black, not a black exploitation character, but like she's like this over the top, overly sexualized oh, yeah. character. Anyhow, mm-hmm. let oh, me man. let me get to the bottom of this. People were attacking him. Well, boots replied online saying, hey, um, you, got boots? you can you can think about it this way. You can think about it this way, but I, I would pit my character Detroit against a lot of characters that pass that test because he's like, I wrote a character who fucked who she wants to fuck and that's her business yes that's the reason that's what i wanted to put a pin in earlier is like yeah Yeah. i think the affair illustrates that man detroit was the one in control she decided to go fuck that dude that's her business the the like the movie is through cash's eyes so you don't see everything through detroit's eyes right but like as much as you see detroit you find a fantastically strong character oh hell yeah that does what she wants when she needs to she has a point and she gets what she needs and when she has sex with squeeze she is sex positive she is sex positive she wears a shirt that says the future is female ejaculation oh yeah like yeah yeah, that's crazy so like when she has sex with squeeze first of all if you want to be technical her and cash are on a break second they were on a break break. so like second she can do what she wants like maybe in like a more traditional sense this will be seen as something and i know more traditional movies want to wrap everything up in a bow so that like you know in, a, in another type of more Hollywood movie when the girlfriend of the main character goes to sleep with someone else they deal with it and they have problems they reconcile this is not that movie yeah they're, they're no, not going to no. deal with this made, problem this movie's already no. made the point that it doesn't care what you're expecting you're going to get something else and yeah. it does that with every character it does that with every plot also, point also we're going to hang on this act. landscape for just like a little bit too long and by the way the, the biggest yeah. rule that <laughs> the character of Detroit broke I think if I remember correctly was the fact oh, that I she that just, just was so great. she was romantically involved with the protagonist so therefore she was breaking the rule because i think in order to uh, appear to the rule you but like the point that boots uh, was making the point that by the way normally i i think the what the fuck is for it every called? rule Herder. there's an exception to the rule now, like, yeah no no basically i like perfect. the rule i think the rule points out a lot of things but mm-hmm. like i'm with boots on this one the, yeah, the yeah, character character is dynamic if this was the avengers everything, really everything, that, everything she does in the movie is in line with the character yeah, it makes perfect that she establishes. sense if this was a more mainstream and movie tessa thompson plays it so well C- can we talk about tessa thompson for a minute oh she kicked she, she is, knocked it out of the park she is not only so great in this in the, Thompson, it, the I think it like, is. I loved her as Valkyrie, but she was better in Here's this. the deal. I'm trying to think of every movie I've seen her in. I'm going to forget a few, but if we just go over her portrayal as Detroit, and sorry to bother you, her portrayal as the Valkyrie in Thor Ragnarok, and her, uh, I forgot the character's name, I apologize, but the character she, she plays in Annihilation, I didn't which see is a Annihilation. small character. Oh, yeah. That was she a was good movie. That, she was, okay, so the movie, it's uh, the women go into the that weird void prism thing and mm-hmm. random things happen and oh, uh, Natalie so Portman and Jefferson Jason Lee are the last two spoilers sorry but her character is the last character and what her character <laughs> yeah what her character does in that moment is so strong not only that these performances that I've mentioned are so different like this girl's like she's range. I apologize for saying talent. Tessa Thompson got range, y'all. I got. I got. I got to correct myself. I got to check myself. I said, "Girl, check yourself that's wrong." For you, this wreck woman, yourself. this person's going somewhere, and this shit's about to get crazy with Tessa Thompson. Yeah, she's phenomenal. And Detroit is a perfect example of what she is capable of. She's a great, she's a great role. Hit it, fantastic great. role. Oh, it's amazing. I my favorite oh, oh, performance quick, of quick all the out. movies. 
of all every no, she was, performance in the yeah. movie. Yeah, like I like I I liked her. Yeah, I, I liked think, her a lot. I think, she stole the sh- I think she had the strongest performance. You know, like like we're uh, we're 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 breaking into into nerd stuff a little bit, a little bit, and 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 uh, and and what we're doing here. And uh, Thor Ragnarok, I I enjoyed that a lot. Mm-hmm. Didn't like the first two Thors, but she was definitely one of the best parts about it. She's better in this. She is better. She in is this. so good. This but movie. anyways, uh, but you the boots thing. He, he responded on Twitter and uh, kind of checked a few people. Uh, we'll see how that develops over the next few days because that was like the news of today on this particular date. Also, uh, I, th- I I tend to agree with him. I didn't read the whole thing because it was a lot that he wrote, and I was oh just yeah at work he today. selfish. I was just at, I was at work. Sorry, but I mean the people I could see how traditional people would. Excuse me, I could see how people would attack the character of Detroit in a traditional sense, but it's just a non-traditional character and people have to get real. And I'm sorry, if you look at every other big blockbuster movie being pushed by Hollywood, I have to attribute it to the fact that this movie is getting picked on because I'm like, all of them are filled to the brim with shallow female characters and you chose, you chose Sorry to Bother You, you chose Detroit from sorry to bother you they, as they the had to one. Find, they had to find something about the movie to talk shit about. But yeah, but seriously, you make a good point. Because, I mean, like, after all, there's there's clearly just so many strong female characters in the Meg. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Meg oh, yes. is going to be... Fi- the movie we've yet to see. And I'm, I didn't see it, but... Well, I, well, by the way, has, like has it come no, no, out No, no, I'm yet. not talking about the Meg, but oh, I, this next movie I'm about sorry. to mention, which I'm sure is good, and I'm sure I want to see it, but I'm sure the new Mission Impossible movie doesn't feature phenomenal female portrayals. Actually, there's a handful. Like there's there's oh, a couple there's, of, there's a couple strong female characters two? in this movie. In Mission Impossible Six, two yeah, there's, strong there's, females. There's at least two. Oh, uh, Rebecca Ferguson and. I don't Michelle know what Monaghan. their characters' names are. The blonde one and they the brunette. I love Mission Impossible Six. It was great. Anyway, I heard the movie boots. was good, but the it, yeah. oh yeah, it was. So it's at, it's anyhow, worth the watch. by the way, there was another controversy with this movie that's another not as recent, not as say. recent, but like it, it deserves some note. Man, this movie. Uh, what now? Now it's it's. I don't want to speak authoritatively because this is. <laughs> I, I would need to know a little bit more about the situation, but the movie has not been getting as much international distribution and boots Man. has come out on social media. I have heard about that saying that he's pretty sure it's because this is a uh, quote unquote, this is what I say, black movie, but it's not, it is totally not, it's not, it's, it, 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 well, it has a strong well, influence of, yes, it does. It's, of, it's, it's like, this will be a different movie with, with white people. But, it's, for sure. but it's not a movie that personifies blackness necessarily. And, and well, what I w- also want to say is what he might be saying is people might not be showing this movie because it's being made by African Americans and black people. I you can't know, speak like, to I, that effect. I do know that he has. Black referred man to, tries to make a movie. I, I can't. The speak world to that just effect. holds him down. The world just holds him down. This movie needs to be seen everywhere. Yeah, that and is, I, oh, I don't. Yeah. I don't like. For I sure. said yeah. I don't know as much about. If you didn't catch what, this movie in theaters, you're gonna regret it. Like, I I don't know as much about who is saying don't show this movie and the reasons they're saying not to show this movie, but I'm immediately kind of more sympathetic with Boots because, dude, the dude, the guy's already, he's been pushing this movie for over 15 years. Like, oh, I, I tend to believe him if he's saying, hey, these people in these countries in, like, Northern Europe or Western Europe or something like that well, aren't the, showing my movie. Well, the, well, you know? Black, Black Panther didn't do great in China. Black Panther didn't do great in China? It did very well, like, 
in most of the world, but it Not didn't. In China? It, it didn't do as well as that other because China's as other comparable movies in China. Yeah. Isn't China a bigger market than the U.S. for movies? No. Oh. Not in general. But I know it's. Like I know it's. For, a, I know for it's, some movies, like I know it, what's a, like it's, like the Mummy did shit in the U.S. Uh-huh. The money that it did make, it made in China. Yeah, but isn't China like a considered like such a large market that if you don't get your movie in China, it's cons- it, you, there's a chance of maybe a failure. No, China is a big market, but yeah. it's not bigger than the U.S. market. Okay, they don't prioritize just, film just, as much. I don't think. Yeah. Ja- I I feel like even Japan might out. No, 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 no. no. Ch- China is like the number two not, market. Not on okay, gotcha. on, on, but on if, you, good if your movie doesn't yes. make money yes, domestically, because I feel like well, what done. I meant to say is I feel like Japanese culture is more excited about film. Well, J- in general. Japan There's has more, a rich history of yeah. a fantastic film yeah. that's gone from uh, the fifties to now. But that's another. Reason. Also, I was gonna say like we could like we could have a podcast just about yeah, the, yeah, about yeah, the that's foreign that's market. Yeah, this is also a tiny bit of political, but. Japanese people also probably have more freedom to watch and talk about movies than Chinese Communist culture. No, I mean, China, the, the, full the circle. internet, man. Yeah. The they internet, have freedom That's true about the internet, the internet. But full circle, uh, talk about Chinese culture, Boots has referred to this as a communist movie. I believe Boots has. If I'm wrong, an, tweet at us and tell me I'm wrong. It's, yeah, but it's, it's an anti-capitalist wrong. movie is what yeah. it is. By the way, we're, we're I agree. coming... It's we're, an anti-capitalist I feel like, movie. I think I've read somewhere that Boots said that. And if I'm wrong, tweet at me and tell me I'm wrong and I'll, and I'll rescind it. But I, I felt like I've read that today. This happens about midway through the movie, but one of the iconic scenes that comes from the movie is that Cash is crossing the picket line and he gets hit in the head oh, with like yeah. a, a can. <laughs> yeah, a can. And, 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 can. and that uh, becomes a viral video and he and spends most of the movie with like a like a gauze on his head. Yeah, yeah. It's, he's, it's, how did so, we forget about but, that? But I don't know, so, but it's, it's, go ahead. But what's so awesome about it is that now that we've talked about the movie in its entirety, when you fast forward, he becomes an icon for the people later on after he gets hit with a can and people mm. literally start wearing like, bands around their heads yeah, with, with cans, with cans attached to yeah, them dude, as a symbol it's, it's, that they're in solidarity, like solidarity with cash. Yeah. At yeah. first it's hard for him to get taken seriously because they're like aren't you the guy who got hit on you know, the head with a can aren't you the horse, the horse, the horse, horse around? around like it's that thing and then it becomes what like is this a, a crossover episode it becomes a symbol don't you start don't you, we already it's mentioned already horse people. Started. I know horse people. So it becomes a sign of solidarity for people with cash to wear the bandage around the head with cans, and then shit goes crazy uh, in yeah. the riot. Yeah, the riot breaks out. The riot breaks out. Cash gets knocked out. He wakes up inside like a paddy wagon. Racist and then, term, and then horse people break him out of the yeah he makes wagon. a phone call right before and all the horse people come up and you don't see it because it's a, a movie on a budget it's kind of implied but all the horse people just kind of push the riot police away yeah and kind of take over like, the like situation you hear that outside the yeah you wagon. hear that but you don't see it very clever and then they rip the door open and it's and a bunch of horse out. people and they're like hey you guys are free now yeah and then and, and so then, he goes and reunites with his girlfriend yeah yeah the, like detroit like like like, like the, the, the riot disperses the echo sapiens like, take off and it's like happily ever after it's like happily after he moves back in his his uncle's garage but he yeah, kept he all the cool stuff he pays off his, he pays off his uncle so he kind of helped and he still lives there but he kept all the cool stuff all the cool stuff and he kept the nice tv so you see the old stuff. environment with like the new stuff he still keeps the cool appliances and the new stuff and then, and then he becomes a Equisapien himself. He freaks out. He turns around to you look at his girlfriend, Detroit. 
His hands are over his face. He moves it. You see these giant yeah. nostrils. And then it horse cuts to He's a horse person. He's a horse person. He but there's horse a horse person. Is it mid-credits? Or like right it's, after? It's, it's like a mid-credits It's a mid-credits sequence in Lyft's home. Because it, it's just like the credits start rolling the second after. Like the It's second just like, oh, after. God, he's a horse person. And now credits. Credits. It's like, oh, fuck, fuck you. you, movie. Fuck you, movie. Fuck I'm a you, horse movie. person. It's ridiculous, but the credit the credits roll, and there's a mid credit sequence where at the rich guy's house, uh, Steve lifts, lie Army on the Hammer. couch, probably sleeping off a, a bender, uh, n- knock at the door. It's a bunch of Equisapiens. The one in front is hey, Cash. This is Cash Green here to give you that ass whooping that I owe you. And then they bust down the door right before they're about to kick his ass. Oh yeah, that's and all, they that's are, the last by the way, we see. don't mean kick his ass. They're gonna kill him. Oh, like, gonna, he's gonna, gonna, gonna be dead. He is gonna be a dead man. I, I get why dude. they didn't film that, but if I would have saw that scene in that moment, I would have been cool with oh, that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah like, I mean, like Quentin Tarantino blasting Hitler's face off of his body. It it's like, like putty. I, I would have enjoyed it. No, I, and I said this when we left the movie. I was like, man, I really wish there was just like a few more minutes of that last scene when the horses break in there. So, are we at the point where we talk about our first reactions walking out of the? theater well me and asher we were vocal right away in fact i believe i was the first one to say something and i said i don't really know what i just watched but i'm pretty sure that i loved every minute of it fair and enough I still, I still feel that way fair enough i was uh very all right so this is a this is a thing uh i i feel kind of uh, i watched an inter there was an interview with trevor noah and boots um like maybe like boots. a week and a half ago or something like that. that yeah it's it's pretty good it's not that long but it's very it's pretty good and i i trevor noah said something that i agree with the spirit of it but i would have never thought to say it the same way it was kind of a matrix movie for me in, in how, the how so? How so? in so that you walk in and you watch it and after you watch it, you're like, oh, man, you like you painted the world in this way I've never thought about before. But now that I've thought about it, I can't unthink about it. And like, for, for me, it wasn't quite like that. Like, it wasn't like I had never painted the world that way before. It was like, these are all things that I had recognized separately. But you but put to, them together. But put to them view together. them all together in, in yeah. the way that Boots presents them. In the way that he them. put them. But like, what, was the, what was the thing Trevor Norris said? And those actors did. And that was basically, it was the Matrix. Okay. Oh, man. Things differently. The, the, yeah. the actors, props to the actors in this movie. They bought in. Oh my they God. bought in so hard. They, it's like every single one of them realized that this is a movie that they, they can't believe is being made. They can't believe they're able to be like made. This. And it's likely that a movie like this will never be made again. So yeah. we got to get it while the getting's good. And and just seriously, they own it. Okay, so if we're on a topic of first initial reactions, walking out of the theater, you guys were talking. We all shared a car driving there. We all decided mm-hmm. we were going to go to Applebee's afterwards because it's up the road. Cheap food. Cheap food. Cheap food. Cheap food. Cheap beer. Um, we walked out of the get theater. get what you pay for. I need, I need to make a point here. I'm going to need your guys' help. And I'll let you know when this happens. I didn't speak. Mm, voodoo Ranger. I, I, <laughs> I didn't speak for the first 10 minutes. That's true. After this movie happened. There's a point where we're walking to the car and you guys ask me and I just kind of have a look on my face. So what like, do you think, Chad? I don't know what to make of it. And I was just like, I can't talk. I think at most I went, I can talk. I and then I just kind of kept my mouth shut for a while because I didn't know. You I, sound like somebody who's worried about his bills, Chad. You I, sound uh, like you at all. 
So I just kind of sat never there been for fired. a while. <laughs> sat, I know you've never been fired. <laughs> I've sat there for a while not saying anything. And when we get in the car, you guys are still talking. And it's a short drive. Oh, yeah. Me and, me and, me and Asher theater. were very vocal right away. It's a, shor- it's a short drive from the movie theater to Applebee's. It's like a block. Yeah, yeah. We, we could have walked there. You guys are talking about it. We could have walked, yeah. In the car. And that's when I kind of burst it a little bit. So if you don't mind, I want to do a little bit of a recreation. So what I want to have happen is, imagine if you will, we are in the car driving. Asher's driving. I'm in the passenger seat. Sam's in the back. And Sam and Asher are going on about the movie. And I don't say anything for quite a while. And they are, I've not said anything for quite some time. And then I just kind of lose it in the middle of a conversation. So if you guys just have a conversation, I'll pop in at some point. Okay, so, um, you know, they're making all these Spider-Man movies without Spider-Man. And it is just fucking... I'm like, how can you make a Spider-Man movie without Spider-Man? That's like, we're making Star Trek, but there's no space. Well, we're going to find out in October. Well, I don't want to find out because it just sounds like a fucking dumb idea to me. Like, it does. Just, it I does. mean, like, it's like, okay, we're going to make Brave. What was that? What was that movie? What, what what did I watch? Yeah, that was it good? I don't know. What was that? That's exactly. And then I that's didn't it. speak for another couple minutes, and that's I calmed exactly down. That's exactly what happened. That's what happened. I interrupted the conversation with my brain. But no, but we, but we were talking about the movie that we had just seen. Yeah, there was just so much to talk about. I, could, I didn't know what to do. I, I eventually came to the conclusion this was a good movie, but it was so outside the box that my brain was a little bit exploded. I, yeah, I loved every. I loved every <laughs> I was, second I was of in it. the passenger seat. Even sir. even in the th- even like in the middle of the third act, where it kind of started to drag for a minute, because I was just like, "Look, movie, you're clearly here to do something, so let's get to the thing that you're that, here to do." That is true. It does drag in the third act. Like clearly, you have a thing that we're building towards. Do the thing you gotta do. Let's do it because I know that is right around the corner and like like there's, there's a period about halfway through the third act where I felt that way but other than that I had no complaints about the movie whatsoever and I really don't know what else I can say about this movie, <laughs> I love this movie. other than you should see it if I mean if you, if you, if you have listened to all this and haven't seen it Actually, you know what? That's impressive. That's amazing. It I don't is. know why it you is. did that, Aaron. It, it is <laughs> impressive. <laughs> oh, that's a cheap shot. Hoobajoob. Hoobajoob. Our boy Hoobajoob. Hoobajoob gets it. All right, he gets it. But uh, this is a fantastic oh, movie. Oh, God, I love this um, movie so you, much. If you miss this movie in the theaters, like, I mean, like, I don't know. I feel like if I saw this one later, I would have regretted it. Yeah. Like, I, I would I would be really bummed out. I, I loved yeah. it. I loved everything about I'm it. I'm so glad the, I got the, to see it in theaters. The uh, the cast is amazing. They all bring their A game. They just, they By the way, it. wait. Uh, they, real, they realize the situation they're in, and they just get it. Yeah. Really serious note here. Um, I've, I'm not a huge Toon Yards fan. Do you guys know Toon Yards? I don't know what that is. Oh, it's mm-hmm. a it's a it's a this uh, lady. She makes music. It's phenomenal. I've been listening to it for a few years. I'm not a hardcore fan. So you're not I, a big fan of this phenomenal person? No, no. Like, like she, okay, okay, I am kind of a fan. She went, she makes music. She's the and type the of person that's like, people. hey. The clay is cracking. No, she's like the type of person that's like, hey, I made this track on my iPad, but this like glitch left this this loop in and I left it in my song because mm-hmm. it sounded dope. She's like that type of person. Oh, yeah, she she, the, she the, was one yeah. of the main uh, composers for music on this movie. Yeah. Nice. Which that's I did nice. not know. And she went and I think spent a year in Haiti and made a whole album off of dance music in Haiti too. But like, uh, I mean, no, like I a friend of mine. Well, the music works very effectively. 
Um, a friend of mine, shout out to Richard Hopkins. Apart uh, from the one, player. apart from the one song that I should not walk away singing, I that's the one I did walk away singing. No, yeah, you don't. Yeah, so the like, rest of it I did not walk away singing. But it's kind of like you know, it's kind of like they live. Like it's the music works very well, but I couldn't tell you how any of it sounds. Mm. But uh, super awesome that she worked on the yeah, music. Yeah, this movie's fantastic. Yeah, if you haven't... I love it. it, it, it like, seriously. Um, uh, do yourself a favor, go see it. Fantastic cast. Uh, Even if you've already seen it, see go it see again. It again. We obviously have original, way too much to say about it. Obviously. Uh, yeah. It's one of the most original movies I've seen this year and probably in quite some time. I don't think that there's ever a point in time that I'm going to run out of things to say about this. I imagine that if I was like in high school right now and this movie came across, this would affect me in incredible ways. Oh, yeah, like Fight Club, get the fuck out of the get way. Get the fuck out of the way, like, Fight Club. They live... We'll see. Like, this movie is Hey, insane. don't talk shit about They Live. I can't. I felt bad saying that. But uh, this is a great movie. Everyone should see movie. it. Thank you again for listening to Movie Night Autopsy. Hit us up on the social medias. I'm Chad. I'm Asher. And I'm Sam. Thanks for listening. What's up, crew? If you got any idea of what you would like for us to talk about on the minute or on Movie Night Autopsy podcast, hit us up on the social medias. You can hit us up on Twitter at Movie underscore Autopsy. Check us out on Facebook at Movie Night Autopsy. Always feel free to email us, contact at movienightautopsy.com.